the five solas of the Reformation. For ReasonableTheology.org, I'm Clay Craby. Well, happy Reformation Day. This day, October 31st, 2019, marks the 502nd anniversary of the date where Martin Luther nailed the 95 Theses to the Castle Church door in Wittenberg, Germany, and sparked the Protestant Reformation. One of the features of the Reformation you may be familiar with is the five solas. Well, what are the five solas, and what do they have to do with the Reformation? What do they have to do with Reformed theology? Well, the five solas are Latin phrases that collectively served as the foundational principles of the Protestant Reformation. The Reformation was a movement that began in the 1500s and sought to reform the traditions and beliefs of Roman Catholicism. The five solas identify the distinctive theological positions held by the Reformers and that continue to serve as distinguishing characteristics of Reformed theology. So here's a brief description of each, and hopefully this will help you get a better understanding of what we mean when we talk about the five solas. First, there's sola gratia, which means grace alone. Reformed theology maintains that salvation cannot be obtained through human effort. Look at Ephesians 1.7. tells us that in Him, that is in Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace. It is only by the unmerited grace of God that we have a means of forgiveness and justification to restore our relationship with Him. As Martin Luther said, Truly then, we are saved by grace alone, without works or other merit. So the first sola is sola gratia, grace alone. The second is sola fide, which means faith alone. Coupled with the previous sola, we hold that justification is an act of God's grace, which can only be received through faith. No good work or deed on our part will allow us to earn this gift. Instead, we put our faith in Christ as our only means of salvation. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. The main reform distinctive seen in sola fide is that the instrument of receiving God's grace is faith, not faith and works. Faith alone is, of course, a reference to our justification, being made right with God. The believer's sanctification is a process of becoming more Christ-like, where our good works spring forth, again, from our faith. That's sola fide, faith alone. Next, we know uh, solus Christus, which means in Christ alone. God is gracious, but he's also holy and just. In order for sinners to be justified, our sins must be accounted for. This was accomplished through the sinless life, the sacrificial death, and the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. The atoning death of Christ is the only means by which we can obtain forgiveness for our sins. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12 says, This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Solus Christus, Christ alone. Next we have soli deo gloria, to the glory of God alone. All things, including the justification of sinners and the lives of believers, are created for the purpose of bringing glory to God. In Revelation 4:11, we read, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. We also read in the Westminster Catechism, man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Soli Deo Gloria, to the glory of God alone. Finally, we have Sola Scriptura, which means Scripture alone. The Bible is our ultimate authority for understanding God, salvation, and how we're to live our lives. All matters of theology and doctrine are defined their source in Scripture, as it is God's inerrant word and is all sufficient for teaching and for correction. We read that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work. John MacArthur stated, Scripture is therefore the perfect and only standard of spiritual truth, revealing infallibly all that we must believe in order to be saved and all that we must do in order to glorify God. That, no more, no less, is what sola scriptura means. Sola scriptura, Scripture alone. Reformed theology teaches that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, to the glory of God alone. Furthermore, the Bible is our authoritative source for understanding this and all other aspects of our faith. That's sola scriptura and scripture alone. All of these biblical truths are succinctly captured in the five solas, and these are what served as the rallying cry during the Protestant Reformation. Thanks for joining us. For more resources like this, be sure to check out reasonabletheology.org.